0: Welcome to the Deserve Podcast, the podcast that asks the question, do you deserve an amazing retirement? As always, Pat Ivanola, managing editor of Deserve Magazine. And I've got Anthony Irlano working the board and Brett Sasso across the table on the other mic. Hey Brett.
1: Hey Pat. Hey Ant. How you guys doing? Good, thank you. So Brett,
0: it's... this is uh what are we talking about today?
1: Uh, today's <laughs> gonna be fun. Um and it is Friday, which is a good thing, and it's warmed back up, so we had a little Sudden cold snap come after we had a few teasing days here in the Northeast. It was snowing uh,
0: yesterday. It did snow, and
1: I had frozen. uh, You know, I got this little outside sink area, and I I rushed it this year. Normally, you can't set up an outside kitchen faucet until. May and I got inspired I hooked it all up and the other night I was like oh my god I better go home and take all that apart because last year I, I didn't get it out in time and the first freeze blew the sink apart and cost 220 bucks for part so got that done but today's gonna be fun guys because uh, as you both know I've been I've been really trying to get back to the basics and, and talking with some of the people that have responded to our messaging and our messaging is really resonating right now the the things that are coming out of Washington, the, uh, you know, the blank stares coming from the White House and things that are just happening are freaking out the baby boomers. And it's, it's like we were a little bit early when we went to this program and we started reaching out to people. But right now it's good because we're in our, we're in our prime, we're in our sweet spot right now. And man, the baby boomer is nervous. He is. <clears throat> she is. And, and, you know, last night, yesterday, when, when, President Biden came out and, you know, stared into the space, the abyss, and said, you know, I think we're going to double capital gains tax because the rich people don't deserve it. Well, you know what? It's not only rich people that have capital gains. Capital gains can affect people who are selling a home that they own for their entire life in California, right? They bought the house for two hundred grand. It's worth $2.2 million now. Your exemption for a homestead, if you have a house like that, is – 250,000 for him and her or him and him whatever the relationship is on the title there is a well it's California there's a there's a uh, no comment there's an there's a point at which the rich are not rich but they might be rich one year right so what happens if i sell my house and i've got this big windfall coming it's capital gains i can only write off my capital improvement my cost, cost of acquisition and everything else is my gain so the the challenge for people is that you know, we we hear politicians say we're only going to tax the rich, and the reality is, is we're all going to get hit. The baby boomers are in the gun sights of taxation. It's a reality. We've moved to a progressive government where the have-nots are just going to continue to say, hey, you know, what about me? I, I deserve a car too. And uh, it'll be like, you know, Oprah's Christmas special, except it'll be coming out of the Washington uh, if, Out of the Oval Office,
0: if memory serves me, I believe we did an article about this in one of the Deserved magazines.
1: Well, that's what I wanted For to do today. To so, retire rich. So my 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 turnaround on you guys today is that this is going to be about the magazine, and I'll oh. tell you why. As I've been reengaging people, and as we're talking, I always make it a point to tell them the story about why the magazine came about, and I just did it a few minutes ago. I just had a, a conversation with a gentleman. Um, down in the D.C. area. And I said, hey, you know what, if you get a chance, go check out Deserve Magazine. And it's all about this whole concept that we got to have a reason why. We got to have a reason why we go to work today, why we try to earn that extra three, four thousand bucks into our savings account. Why do we do it all? And, you know, the mortality or the the keen sense of mortality that I believe I possess, which is basically when you lose your dad early in life, and I don't say early. My dad passed away at 67. It was a big eye-opener for me. It's like, wow, he had so much that he could have done in his retirement years, and he didn't get to do it. So I've really dedicated a lot of what we do towards the aspirational side of why we work so hard, And, and I've worked pretty hard my life as of you and and you're going to work your ass off as long as you stay here. So don't worry about that. But, you know, when I'm talking to these people and I'm talking about the Reserve Magazine, they go, what the heck? Are you a magazine guy? Or are you a finance guy? What are you? I said, I said, I'm a communicator. You know, I'm, I'm not a finance guy. I can hold my own. I got a pretty good memory and I can I can hold my own. But I'm nowhere near as talented as some of these advisors that we work with in our program you know these guys 30 40 years in the industry i'm not even in their league right but what i am better than most of them at is is the connection with people and communicating right it's that why why do we work so hard why do we do this so i i started telling this this you're very um, good at the once upon a time i love once upon a time yeah it's uh it's it's how all the stories should start and and quite frankly i've used that before and you've probably heard me say that to people in the office but when When I was explaining to this person about the question about, you know, why Magazine, you know, what the heck do you guys do? I said, well, you know, there was a day here where we were prepping to build a TV series called Live to 100, and it got really exciting. And I said, you know, we actually had a crew here – we were going to do the drone shot coming up through the window, and as I was walking into my office, there would be a, a – no, it wasn't me. That's right. You were going to walk in my office. Pat was going to walk in the office. and the drone, this is real. This, this is, is real. A real show. Oh, yeah, this is really we getting were, done. It and was the
0: 11th hour. It we were.
1: was absolutely the 11th hour. So up would come the drone, shoots through my window, and I am sitting there talking, and Pat walks in to talk about Kevin and Kevin Debbie. Kevin and Debbie. The, right, the, the, so that was our first show. It was going to be Kevin and Debbie – two clients that we're still very close to. He's my beer guy. He tells me what beer to buy and how I I love the guy. I love both of them. And we actually elevated their retirement plans. They're in a beautiful house now. Everything they wanted came true because we were able to connect with them on that emotional level.
0: Featured in the first uh, Deserve Issue.
1: And I really wish we could have built this TV series, but I kind of am glad that we are where we are now. We wouldn't have had the TV commercial because we'd have the series. We wouldn't have the magazine because the magazine is the reason why we built the magazine after the show was put on uh, what now turned out to be Forever Ice, right? Yeah. So we didn't know what the pandemic would be. We made a very good decision to hold off on the production, and it was a good thing because New York State locked down, right? We would have been absolutely screwed on, on doing the series. So I explained that, you know, I, I was kind of a little depressed about that because it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I remember saying, uh, I want to build a magazine, and I said it out loud, and everybody was like, what's he talking about? Is he losing his mind? And I said, I announced it. I announced it to our advisors on a live call. I said, we will have a magazine in seven weeks. Did I not?
0: you did because when you said that and i was watching that i said oh now i just found my niche here i just
1: (laughs) that was it i said we're gonna have a magazine it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be it's gonna help do what the tv show was supposed to do and never got a chance to do it and now i have i've actually got to tell you how you got a bunch of these to ship because i've been making promises to some of the, the 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 folks i'll call them right they're not clients yet and they're but they're more important than that. We'll just call them folks for now. But the folks that I've been talking to, I've been promising some of the the hard hard copies of the magazine, and I think it's helping them understand more about blueprinting. I think they're starting to realize that blueprints are just numbers, but they're numbers that give us confidence to pursue Mm -hmm. the things that really should be why we work so hard, and that's Deserve Magazine. So I want to turn it around on you guys, and I want to give you both incredible – props for creating what I think is a world-class magazine. And I I hand it out all the time proudly. I I brought it home. My mom came over the other day. I was doing some work in the front yard. And, you know, I said, "Uh, I don't have one here. Let me go down and get one at the office. And she's been giving them out to her friends. The response I get from people is really awesome. Um, Let's talk about how we build this thing, right? So can you actually build a magazine with – the resources that we had, and how did you guys put this together? Like, how does how does this damn thing get done with us doing it? Like, I'm I'm still well, amazed you, 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 at what yeah. comes out of this company. It looks like we've been in the magazine business for a hundred years.
0: Well, we can't just do it with the two of us. I mean, it takes a team effort. I mean, yeah, it does. the the first issue. We we brainstormed. What are we gonna What are we gonna talk about? What does our clientele and what demographic are we shooting for? Obviously, we're shooting for the baby boomer demographic, uh, and the generation Xers that are coming right behind them. So, to get the information that we need, it, it, it takes a concerted effort by everybody in the organization to talk about what's relevant to our demographic. What do What is relevant to baby boomers? And it has to do with what's going on in the economy, what's going on in retirement. Uh, how can they be active in retirement? What are those retirement dreams looking like for them? And it's just a, a, a compilation of bringing this all together. Now, it's not easy because you need people to write
1: this stuff. Well, what, what about this page with the little blue pills? What, what's that one all about? No. <laughs> and you need advertisers. <laughs>
0: uh, you know, it's funny. when You were just talking about how you had someone talk to you about the magazine. And I, and I had a call today. Our media buyer... Uh, Pam Crawford from MBI called me and said somebody had just reached out to her and wanted a hard copy of the magazine. And would you call the guy? So I reached out and called this fellow, and he's in Ohio. And he had such rave reviews for this magazine. He goes, I've never seen a magazine with such beautiful graphics, interesting content. He goes, I get AARP, and it's just, it blows this away. Oh, yeah, And even well, Pam says, goes, you, like you hold AARP next to our magazine – it's just it's a no brainer which one you're going to grab and that really no made question. that really made an impact on me uh it's a labor of love it i, I think i've found something that i i totally enjoyed doing
1: um
0: and it's but it's not easy
1: no it's not, it's easy, not easy at easy. all it's, it, it's and i know i try to to offer an article for each but i mean we're at such a explosion now of our business that I feel bad because I do enjoy sitting down and throwing my my thoughts down on paper, and I I really enjoyed the first Rocky Mountain Cries. I told that to uh, another person I was talking to this week. I said, you know what, if you really want to know a little bit about me, go read the uh, article with the uh, Rocky Mountain Cry on the front. And he said, well, tell me about it. And I told him exactly what I went through. And I said, you know, that's something that is the it's the core of what we do with the blueprinting process is we want to make sure that people know that they can do things. So I'm going to talk about another client and I, and I don't ever mention names, but I had a call and I think I was in, um, I was in Florida. So I'm talking to a couple in Florida and the gentleman had put all his information in and I was doing a a review with one of our, I think Nick, our, our blueprint manager was putting the work together and, I think the guy actually. Here's how it happened. I, he went to a webinar and he wrote me. So I get a lot of people write me emails. You guys saw my emails the other day. I think mm-hmm. Ann, you were in my office and you said, "Wait a minute, that's one page." It was the same afternoon, yep. right? It's there like, was a hundred like just to, just for the afternoon in the afternoon. Yep. Crazy, crazy. It's it's massive. But I tell everyone, I go through and I of course delete all the things that aren't important, but I never delete a, a, an email coming from a folk someone who's interested in what we do. And uh, I actually started corresponding with this gentleman, and I said, hey, you know what? I'd I'd like to do this myself. I'd like to go through this print with you. Would you be up? And he's like, yeah, I'd love to do this. Let's do it. Let's go through it. And he was all over the place. His numbers were kind of, you know, I'm not sure about my numbers. And his wife was a little embarrassed, but that's normal because people just don't have that intimacy with their numbers. He knew his numbers, but he couldn't get them to come together. And we spent the first – 20 minutes trying to get nine item, nine, line, nine line items accurate. But what I truly, really felt good about that meeting was when it got towards the end, because I always go back to the dream board, right, mm-hmm. the dream board. And I, I'd like to do an article about the dream board in here. I think that's something we should talk about. And when I did that, at first his wife who joined the call, and she was fabulous. I thought she was wonderful. Um, you know, I said to her, what are the dreams? What are you going to do? I said, if you need ideas, go to, go to Deserve Magazine. There's some really cool stuff in there. And uh, like my article, Rocky Mountain Cry, when she started thinking about the trip she never thought she could do, she got welled up with tears. She kept pulling her glasses back, and she was wiping the tears out of her eyes. And, I, and it's an emotional moment where you say, wow, that's not finance. <laughs> that's human, right? Yeah. That's why I'm not a good finance guy. But I'm yeah. really good at that at that understanding that people don't know why they did it. They don't know why they're going to do it. So that's what DESERVE really stands for. And her whole thing is she wants to trace her family roots back into Spain. So guess what I told her about buying airplane tickets. Anybody remember my policy about buying airplane tickets? Sure. The one-way ticket? One-way first class. Yep. And she goes, Brett, can you fly out of the country one with for one-way tickets? I go, heck yeah. I said, what if it rains in Spain? Mainly in the planes. I said, what? what? You beat me to that. <laughs> I said, think about it. Why do you want to come back when the airplane ticket tells you to? And, and it was like this wave of, of reality started coming across. And I said, so what I want you guys to do is go to that dream board and don't you dare cut a picture out of our magazine, but you go to the dream board and write down the interesting things that you find. And hopefully, people will keep every issue of Deserve magazine on their coffee table, on their Kramer coffee table. And they're always going to look through and say, wow, what was that story I saw about Rocky Mountains? What what made Brett cry when he got up there? And the, and the gentleman said, he goes, it's as close to heaven as you could have gotten. I said, you know what? I think that's what hit me is that I, I was overwhelmed. So I volunteered that as the first story. And I think it's important that that's the first issue we did. Featured something that made me wake up and realize that, my reason for this is not about finance. It's not about beating the government out of taxes, although I'm all about that. It's about why. Why do we do it? So let's talk about the lack of advertisers, right? So people don't understand. Everybody thinks a magazine is just a a way of putting out pictures with other people paying for everything. What would you guys say is the, the amount of ads in here to to content? What would you say the ratio is?
0: It's got to be 80, 20, maybe even. I think it's 90, 10. I was going to say say 90, 10. 10.
1: So that's the first thing that strikes at people is because when I am looking at magazines, like if I'm on an airplane and the story breaks, I can't find the other half of it because Mm. it's got a little tiny extension that had to be fit because of all the ads that are in the way. And when we set out to do this, it wasn't to make money. We do not make money with this magazine. We try to recoup some of our costs because it's very expensive to have a magazine, but it's the content, right? And that's kind of bit what we've talked about all along is we don't want to litter this thing with a whole bunch of, no. well, we of advertisements. We
0: don't play to that lowest common denominator. We don't do those short snippets of information bursts like you see in other magazines. These, these are thought out, laid out articles that are engaging and they're relevant. And that's what the magazine is, is all about. It's about how relevant we can be in, in the retirement space for people.
1: So, Anthony, I have to give you a lot of credit. We have a long history. You know, you you were my son's best friend. You traveled. You basically grew up in my house with, sure with my family. And yep. to watch you build something like this, to see the beauty of the graphics and – you know, it told me that he's the one guy that went to New Paltz College and didn't go for weed and alcohol. You know, you obviously yeah. did come out of there with some really good skills. Yeah. And, you know, this is something that when I show people, I'm very proud of the fact that you are the guy that's building the graphics. You're, you and Pat, Pat's guidance, which is great because you need some old fart to help you lay <laughs> things out like this. And then, yeah. you know, you're able to put the stylistic together. It's a good pairing. Um, Let's talk about how people can get this magazine. Like, you know, it's one thing. I'm not a fan of the digital. You guys know that. I, I, I have been said, I don't want this thing on digital. I don't want people to think this is some cheap digital magazine. But I know it's the fastest way to get a look at it. Yeah. Have we created a way that people can order the magazine on deserve.com, deservemagazine.com?
0: We haven't yet, but we'd like to. I mean, it, it's not <clears throat> for it, it's not for sale at the moment. Right. Right? But... I mean, printing out a magazine has its
1: cost. Oh, I, I trust you know? me. I, I see the ledger. I know when we do this, I, and it has a, a real cost.
0: Trust me. I'd like I'd like every baby boomer, and there's 70 million of them, to have this magazine. Um, they can like the fellow did today. He reached out to uh, our media buyer. She reached out to me. He goes, "I really would like this a copy of this magazine. Can you get me one?" And I said, "Sure, I can get you one," but right now, digital is the
1: well, it's the cheap and quick, but I like it because it's quick because I know that when you guys say, hey, it's up, I can tell somebody about it. Mm. And we get good traction on that site, right? We're getting a lot of visitors, a lot of, traction. Lot of traffic. Right. Okay, yeah. good. So um, I like more people to get it in paper form. And I know there's a delicate balance, and I know we're at 90-10. Um, there's got to be a way that we can say, hey, how many more advertisers? So let's think about who we're, who's getting this magazine. We're giving this to people who have money, They are baby boomers, right? This is a very, you know what this is? This is like a Facebook magazine where you know exactly what you're doing and who's getting it. And we know the demographics of these people. We know that our circulation would be everybody that wants to advertise in this country today wants to get the baby boomer. It's where all the money is. There's trillions in the hands of the baby boomers right now. How do we get to the point guys where we can get enough ads without going over that 80/20 which is the rule that I wanted in the beginning? <clears throat> how do we get to that point and how do we make this available? Do we do it by getting people to actually subscribe even if it's for free? Do we if we can say we got actual subscriptions if everybody listening to this podcast and that's using our blueprints went and said, "Yes, I want to I want to get a subscription to this magazine." Does that help us? Does that work better than what we're doing now?
0: I would like to have it a free magazine. I, I think giving this magazine when someone comes through, getfreeblueprint.com dot and, com and, and puts their information in and wants their blueprint, getting this is such a value add. It shows Well yeah, I'm company- not
1: talking about charging for it and I agree. I, I wouldn't charge for it either. What I'm saying is how do we up our game? How do we get more out? We talked about getting circulations up to a hundred thousand this year. Now that's a lot, right? I've I've unloaded you know, you guys had me come down with my little Bobcat skid steer with forks on it, and I almost did a nosedive when I took 3,000 out. What was it, 3,000 on a pallet? No, it was 1,000 on a pallet, right? Well, what, how many pallets did we have? Three that three pallets, and there's probably about 3,000 on each pallet. Right, so it was heavy, and you guys almost killed me with that. But what I want to know is if we if we went out and got some advertisers that legit, like good advertisers – Is there a balancing point where we can keep 80-20, keep making this for free, and do we get benefit if people subscribe even if it costs nothing? Is it like a podcast where the actual subscription is the value or is it that we ship for free? What's the answer here? Because we can get the help from our listeners.
0: I'd like to get this up to 80-20. I know right now we're Mm -hmm. 90-10. Right now I'm building a media kit. Which I'm going to send out through all our advertisers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pam, our, our media buyer, said she's willing to send it out through all her networks. I think if we we can keep it at eighty twenty, I think we have just a few more advertisers, we're we're good to go. We can actually, I mean, this is a hundred page magazine right now. Even if we stretched it out to 115 pages,
1: all right, we can keep the eighty twenty keep the eighty we twenty average
0: and just have a few more advertisers helping us. Uh, spread out the cost. I, I I would not want to have to charge our our subscribers. All right, Well, we've
1: we've kind of said we're not going to put a price tag on this thing, and unless it gets into the airport kiosk, but there's so many magazines in there, you don't know what to pick up. Let's talk about this latest article, or this latest issue, the uh, Costa Rica. One of the most attractive covers, you guys decided to go gloss on the cover. I thought that was a brilliant idea. That was my, he, he, um, we had a little
0: discussion in the office. He didn't want to – Anthony didn't want to go gloss. I said, I think we should go gloss no, on this No, it
1: looks great, and I look really good in gloss on the back, so I'm loving that. <laughs> I think the gloss on the back is pretty good. By the way, the nice layout on the back. This is I – I didn't see this when you guys put that together. Um, really cool. Scan it's me, awesome. Up. Uh, I want to put some up in the doctor's office over in Highland. I want to make sure they're all like that on the table. So my doctor might think that, hey, I'm somebody, but um, keep me alive longer. So let's talk about this article. So a story in here called The Gamble. Um, who wrote that one? Who wrote that one? That's, that's, that's me, nice. right? So what did I start with? I started with one of my favorite uh, country song artists, Kenny Rogers, right? The Gambler. And I started off with that lyric from the beginning of, of the game. Oh, not that, even the beginning. That lyric.
0: song snippet is actually on the digital version. So if you go to the digital version yeah, of DeserveMagazine.com, you can uh, Can we do
1: that it. with a QR code? Can't we put a QR code where we want to make could. the paper digital? Like take the magazine, throw a QR code, and say, listen to the song that goes with this article and – couldn't we even talk about things inside the magazine by putting a QR code? As, QR
0: code could bring up a, a quick video of you talking about something cool in the magazine. that would be, right?
1: Yeah, bring it up on your phone and go, wow, what was in his mind when he wrote this article? Hey, that's a good idea, right, Ant? Well, we've actually done that with one of your, uh, one of your articles. We had a, a QR code that went to one of your webinars, actually. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, The Gamble. So, The Gamble is my story about what I see people are risking right now and, and whether they know why they risk things. And that old, you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. That is so apropos right now, being that we're at the the highest point our markets have ever seen. Um, there is some, there's some constant, uh, I would call it vacillating going on at the top. That happens. But from the vacillating can become the fall, right? And And what I'm seeing right now is you know, I I talk often about taxes bubble behavior. When, When people say, what do you do? I go, taxes bubble behavior. And it's good because they go, what the hell do you mean by that? Well, taxes are going up. The bubble will pop, and your behavior will take you to the bottom of the market. And when you say that to someone, they go, you're right. I will want my money back. I can't stand the idea that what I have will be gone. So that's my article in this issue called The Gamble. Then we have the uh, retirement dream trip. You guys featured Costa Rica. Now, I know we try to do something where someone from the office makes the trip. Um, so I, I, I guess I'd have to put my hand up and say, okay, once I get my uh, second shot and I get my friggin' uh, whatever they're going to have, these these uh, electronic passcodes to say you can travel, I'd do this trip. So let's talk about Costa Rica a little bit. Where did this article come from? Who's, whose idea was Costa Rica? Well, Costa
0: Rica was actually my idea, and then I found out that my son's aunt actually went to Costa Rica and lived there for a couple of years. So I thought there was no better person to actually give me the layout of Costa Rica, and I believe she did uh, an 11-city description about Costa Rica.
1: So she goes through, you use her story, you... You get the art that goes with the story to showcase what she's talking it's about. A,
0: it's a painstaking process when you don't have the pictures that go. You have to go out and try to – you have to read the article and, and match the pictures to it. Right, and, you can't do it the other way around, right? You can't, round, right? can't put and,
1: a picture of a monkey when you're talking about the uh, turtle, right? You've you got them both on the same page. But the idea of of this – daunting task of creating the visuals that go with the story so the person writing the story has no visuals As, to has show
0: has no visuals to, to show and you have to you have to kind of find the gems within the article itself like what is she really trying to say she mentioned something about a boat in one of these articles and then i was like i, I got to find this boat so i scoured the internet for images of this boat and we actually found one and it was just the, it was, it was in the front it's, i think it's
1: one of the first pictures Was Gilligan's uh, hat on the boat? It could have been. I didn't even know it was a shipwreck. I didn't see that picture.
0: And, you know, this is what I try to do with every article that's written by people in-house or freelancers is what are they really trying to get across? And, you know, to to find the right image. And I never had any expertise of this. This was something that we just started on a whim and said, let's just see if we can do one issue. And it was sort of very it was magical how we came to and brought all this 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 product it, together it
1: almost looks like that show you know the uh Travel in the caribbean or there's a couple shows on HGTV especially on the on the cable channels there or the the subscription channels and they'll take you to all these places and it's almost like you're giving somebody something a little bit more tangible and permanent than those shows cuz yeah, they go absolutely. through and then they just put the next one on but uh, I mean, man, tells Costa Rica is some dough for this. This is a really good piece for them.
0: A, a lot of the articles and, and that we feature are some dough, but we won't get into that. Um, you know, the newest one we just did was Morocco. Yeah, going was, to Morocco cool. is a very exotic trip, and Morocco is probably the safest place for Americans to go. Now that
1: magazine's not out yet. That's no, that still magazine's in the world. That's got all the blue of Morocco, that's which that's I didn't understand. right now. So it's in, is it out in digital? It's not out yet. in digital. All it's right. out there on DeserveMagazine.com.
0: Awesome. Uh, we did lay out the editorial calendar for the rest of the year. We're, I, my next one is going to be route 66. That's a trip that I actually took. That's a cool. So I, I think I'm going to take a stab at writing that. Then we have one, we're going to kind of do a showcase of States within the United States. Cause I know it's still a little bit hairy to travel. Yeah. We just did an article in the recent one, the one that's on digital about, um, you know, have COVID, will travel. Remember that old show, Have Gun, will Travel? Where we did an article called Have COVID, will Travel, how baby boomers have now been vaccinated, and a lot of them are are taken back to the air. And it's like it was. Oh, uh, well, you
1: remember the first magazine? Boomers in the Sky. Boomers in the Sky, right? Yeah. How do, how will we get people back up? Now, think about that. That was almost a year ago, my God, mm-hmm, that, that we were crazy. talking about that article because yeah. we, we didn't know this was going to be what it is, right. what it's turned out to be.
0: So it's another example of how the articles are timely and relevant to people's lives, but going into retirement and, and while they're experiencing their retirement uh, dreams.
1: But you know what uh, I think it also does? I think it gives us even more credibility as a company in what we do, right? We're just not a you know a, a, a blueprint that you can order on a TV commercial. And this is so much deeper between podcast magazine, the blueprints. When I just did that blueprint, I, I had a gentleman on the call. He's he's also uh, one of our, uh, I call him preferred advisors, right? Somebody that I I talk to on and off uh, quite often. And you know, it, we started going through all of these things about travel. We go through all these restrictions, all these headaches, all these all these problems. And you know, he's like, yeah. He goes, I, I get why you do that now. He goes, I understood. You you pivoted right to the magazine because. Yes, the guy. What is he going to do in retirement? He didn't have an answer. He didn't even like have a clue. How do you not have a clue? Like, and that's the problem. Is we've all been put into this box now between COVID and and worrying about our money running out. That we don't even have imagination to think of what we're going to do. Did we really lose that in in this virus? Did it take away our imagination to travel? You know, we have People a great are program. Nervous. That's, People are
0: nervous to travel. We have right a program
1: now. that's going to be also included in this, I believe, that we've had on the shelf. I don't, I don't know where we've been with Ron, but are we still contemplating this whole idea of travel uh, discounts that go with the magazine? Are we still in communication with that? Is that something yeah, no, we can get I, back?
0: to? that's that's in play. Ron and I have a, a discussion that's coming up to talk about uh, moving forward now. Now that the world is starting to open up a little bit.
1: Yeah, because uh, it was, we were definitely pushing up against a, yeah. a rock on that one. There was no way that we could inspire people to travel. Hell, I didn't even want to go to Florida when I went down to get my mom. I was like, yeah, I don't even want to get on an airplane yet. I got to admit that tomorrow is my second shot, right? So I'm getting number two. And, uh, and the doctor I was on with last night down in North Carolina told me that the Moderna doesn't get you sick but the that's other one does exactly. He said true. one person out of his clinic, I'm going with the doctor. I'm not listening to you. I had a sick
0: wife for two days on the, Oh the shot. geez.
1: <laughs> oh boy. Well, anyhow, that's my tomorrow. But I have to admit that the idea that it makes you a little bit bulletproof is going to help me go back out and travel. Like I'm actually, if I didn't have my daughter's wedding this summer, I would be doing Montana Yellowstone. I absolutely would be doing that this I would be doing the Airbnb.
0: That's our last issue of twenty twenty. And by the way, Montana can, Yellowstone.
1: Can we get back to like maybe talking to Airbnb about featuring some homes and like that is a process that I gotta tell you, I'm not a hotel guy. I'm 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 really not. I like the comfort. When I stay someplace, I don't like to be in two rooms. I, I like space and when I did that Rocky Mountain Cry trip. And I wrote about the house, and I encourage everybody to go check that out. And if you uh, – we don't have any of those left. I, I hope we still have enough that I can at least have one for my footlocker someday. I can't believe I said footlocker. But anyhow, <laughs> what, what I really want to do is I want to get back to that whole idea of featuring homes that people put out there for us to stay in. And I really hope I can start introducing that more to the baby boomers to say, listen – if you want to take a trip to Colorado, yeah, you could stay in a whole a day's in. But, man, you could Airbnb a million-dollar home. I stayed in the house, had to be worth close to $2 bucks.
0: Sounds like Airbnb may have to be an advertiser. I, I
1: actually do think so, and that's what I was going to try to inspire because not only will we do that on occasion on this program, on, on the podcast, but I do believe that when people read that article, I bet you that house, because I mentioned the house by name, you can go in Airbnb. You could go find a house. Just don't think about taking it during Thanksgiving week because not this year, but next year I, I will do a uh, Thanksgiving in the Rocky Mountains. I will do an Airbnb. It's just when it starts to get cold. You usually get snow in that Thanksgiving week up in the Rockies. And I want to go out there. I have a very good friend that lives out there. I have two very good friends now that live out there. And uh, one just had a baby, and I, I, I want to stay close to them. And I said to my wife, I said, let's do it, man. Let's just bring our kids are now extending family because my daughter'll be married, my son gets married next year. Let's go get that big house because I loved it. I loved it. So, you know is, what isn't I
0: Isn't that what it's all about?
1: And that's what I want everybody yep. to get. I want everybody to understand that numbers are just numbers. Why is important. Deserve is supposed to help unlock your imagination again and get you inspired to not sit around and, you know, America has a lot to show. You don't have to get on an airplane and go anywhere. Um, somebody spoke to one of, I think Brian might've spoke to, uh, one of the clients that we're working with and his goal is to get the big class ARV and do the trap. And I say, hey, that's me too. I want to get the big class A RV. I'll probably have another golden retriever in my life at that point. And I would like nothing more than to just take off and go and see all the main national parks, all the, all the really beautiful national parks that this country has to offer. And I think that should be something we should feature but I'm also really interested in presidential libraries now. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've just found it. I, I, you know, what's been helping I, I, me I is I that just
0: said yesterday to my son, I said, you know, I want to go back to FDR's house. And we have one of the best yeah. ones right at, right in, in the, in the, the whole High country. Right.
1: We got the three-term president here that that lived right on the High Park, uh, right on the Hudson River in High Park. But, and I've been to that one. But I want to go see Reagan's ranch. I want to. I just I felt that this is something that I i I'm, as I'm getting older. This stuff kind of means a little more to me, and I, I want to do it. So I think we're going to try it. I think it's kind of cool because we can go someplace and say, hey, kids, you want to come out, and we'll have this cranking RV. I will not buy a new one, by the way. <laughs> I teach people buy used, oh, yeah. use it, sell it. You know, that's that's the process of the big RV idea. And there's some beautiful ones out there. I get dings on my cell phone all the time. You know, it's uh, it's a great way to try to see this country, and we don't know – how long these vaccines will hold. We don't know that they're going to work for everything. I think we've opened a new chapter in human history where somebody screwed around in a laboratory and let something get out that we don't really know what we're going to do with yet. But I got to tell you, my confidence is through the roof. I, I will not have a problem getting on an airplane. I won't have a problem. I'm not a big mask guy anyway. I, I, I just, what do I do? I come here, work, and I go home. But um, I'm hoping everyone out there starts to feel a little bit more, a little bit more ambitious to start dreaming again. And if the reserve can do it, um, we got the hardest part of building a retirement plan done. It's, it's the imagination getting it back in. What do you well, think?
0: I, I totally agree. I mean, we have a lot of great issues that are coming out while well, we laid out the rest of the year. We are doing, trying to do six issues a year and, and we've got them all, uh, pretty much in the ready so uh. and
1: i know i've kind of been a little bit um distant from some of this and i love to do it you know you guys know that my imagination doesn't really stop i love building ideas but i'd love to get back to uh laying out some future addition i think we go after a b and b i'll get on the phone with these guys i mean they're making a billion dollars let's let's get airbnb back into the baby boomers mind and and You know, unfortunately, I know so many people my age that, you know, boomers that have never even thought about an Airbnb, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I'm not going to stay in somebody's house, really? (laughs) You know, the houses that I've stayed in, we took such good care of that house when we were there. Matter of fact, my son and I actually completely rewired their botched-up home, st- home theater system. <laughs>
0: Do you get your deposit back by so, doing something like that? It took that? us a whole
1: <laughs> afternoon, but I said, wait a minute. Why aren't these outside speakers working? There's, there's, everything is wrong here. We took the whole thing apart, and I wrote an entire paper on how to use it properly because I used to have a miniature movie theater business. So. Um, we actually did work for an afternoon but after that man it was it was awesome you could have the music playing any place in the house outside on the deck it was it was great well
0: i i want to say and i know i speak for anthony that uh we really appreciate the opportunity to do this every day to come into retirement architecture have this as our main focus and put this magazine out for our uh our subscribers and hopefully more than that and we can reach more Americans with this magazine because I think this magazine holds a lot of interest and a lot of information that uh, people deserve because everybody deserves an amazing retirement.
1: Well, and wrapping up, let me just give the uh, how you get this magazine now. So if you responded to whatever, uh, whatever call to action got you to interested in our blueprints, the first blueprint is a draft. It's only an idea. It's an example when you go the next step with us, when you let us start building a little bit more detail, we actually send the magazine out to you as a thank you. So if you want to get a magazine, if you've only taken step one with our blueprinting process, take step two. You get a copy of the magazine. Um, I think that's that's a great trade for your time, and there is no cost. We'll keep it free as long as we can. And uh, guys, you've done a great job, and I hope everyone has a, a great weekend and uh, – I look forward, we, we missed last week and we owe everybody an apology out there. I forgot we only did one of our podcasts last week. We were supposed to do two, but uh, thanks everybody. I hope you enjoyed the program. I hope you get a chance to check out Deserve. And I hope you can start imagining what retirement's supposed to be. I'm Brett Sasso, Pat Charles, Anthony in the studio. Thank you, thanks Brett. everybody.
0: Thanks guys. Hey, this is Pat Charles-Ivanella, Managing Editor of Deserve Magazine. Thanks again for listening and make sure you subscribe to Deserve Podcast and go visit DeserveMagazine.com.